Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Santer. We're in the Southern Bancor Studios here in Hattiesburg. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. Our opening segment is sponsored, as it is always, by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of our show. Great place to take your family, great place to cater your next uh, tailgate church gathering, family reunion, whatever. Kelly and I both have used Dickies on a number of occasions for for uh, that sort of stuff. Kelly, we've never been disappointed. The, the, be- the best thing about uh, Dickies, in my opinion, is the wide variety of side dishes. Normally, like if you'll get chicken or whatever, you'll just get like coleslaw or fries pretty much is your choice of maybe some baked beans. But man, with Dickies, you've got you got all kinds of different side dishes, including those that you right. can choose from. Great fried okra, really good fried okra, and the cream spinach is my favorite macaroni and cheese. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, so Dickies, we appreciate all they do, and we encourage you to uh, do business uh, with those good folks as well. Matt Stoltz is the play-by-play voice for Arkansas State. You know who they play next. We're going to talk to him a little later in the show. But before we get to that, we got some other stuff we're going to be talking about. Uh, that we think you'll find interesting over the next hour. Before we get to that, i got a bone to pick with CBS Sports, Kelly Sander. Boy, oh boy, do you ever. (laughs) CBS Sports has what they call the bottom 25. And, you know, you can argue about whether that's a cool thing to do or not. I don't really know that it is. I guess you just have to take it with a grain of salt and with some humor. But I was really really shocked. Arkansas State is ranked number 13, and the, the lower the number... The worst, right? One is bad. 25 is you're the 25th worst team according to them. Arkansas State, number 13. Okay, go on. Southern Miss, after playing Florida State and Tulane, probably one of the top three Power Five schools in the country and probably the best group of five football program in the country, Golden Eagles lose to both, and they're ranked number five in the bottom 25. Now, what do you make of that? So they think, so just to put this in perspective, CBS Sports think there's only four FBS teams yeah. worse than yeah. Southern Miss. Do you buy that for one millisecond? No, and you got to understand that part of this is, part of this is what they wanted us to do is exactly what you did, is you clicked on the article, Right. But when, when you take a look at, and, and Scott Watkins talked about this yesterday, Tulane and Florida State 
And I know you're going to hear some of the negative nailies out there. Oh, here we go again. We're going to talk about how good Florida State and Tulane were. I'm going to talk specifically about the D-lines. Because in the CBS Sports Line article, they talked about the anemia of the Southern Miss offense. Okay, But when you're going up against two of the premier defensive lines in Tulane and Florida State, the teams overall are very good, but their defensive lines were especially standout. Correct. So I don't think it's a fair. No. I don't. And, I don't and again, if you were playing, you know, if you were playing lesser competition, all three games, the Eagles and Arkansas State, to be fair, because they played Memphis and, and they played Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, so they wouldn't be on that list either. Probably, no. but part of it goes to do with that that uh, tough scheduling, right. which we were forecasting months ago was going to be problematic. So there it is. We'll throw that out there. We don't think there's too much of it, but uh, we thought you'd find that interesting. Kelly yesterday was in practice, and I'll tell you who's not down: MJ Daniels. What a great interview! Great kid. Uh, here he is, MJ Daniels, on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. MJ, defense playing pretty well so far. I mean, even though you guys have been playing some some really good teams, you know, what's what's been the key to the defensive play so far in your view? Uh, man, the key to our defense, we all have the same mindset. We come in every day, want to attack and get better, um, want to focus on our next opponent every day, go one and over each day, each rep, and just keep going. Okay, I want to talk about the decision to, to go from George County to the evil empire up in Oxford and then to come back to God's country <laughs> i mean you know, in, in hattiesburg I'm, I'm teasing you but i mean that you know that that's that's a tough thing to go through so take me through it yeah it was a uh, tough decision when i first coming out i'm like shoot sec Ole miss I'm I, yeah home. i get that yeah so i was like this is the best the best fit i get there everything's going good coaches changes then i'm just like all right this is not the place for me anymore and i see coach halls at southern miss a lot of my, my friends down there so i'm like why not go rebuild down there with them and then now I'm here and I'm enjoying it. Okay, so you guys, uh, what are you preparing for Arkansas State uh, this week? What do you expect to see from the Red Wolves? And again, they're kind of in the same boat that you guys are in. They they need one, and, yeah. and they're at home, and you guys are on the road. Man, we expect to see them to come out, uh, take shots, try to put the ball in the end zone. But um, we both need to win going into this week, uh, SBC opener, and um, I mean they're going to try to hit us in all our weak spots, but we're going to hold strong. Now, when you look at when you look at all the majors of the guys on the team. There's, you're probably the only one that wants to be a game warden All right, when they graduate. Tell me about You're a big outdoor guy. Oh, ever since I was four years old, been hunting deer, squirrels, coons, so it just kind of in me. I mean, Grandpa always had me around it from, since I can walk in. I mean, that's a part of life where I'm from. That's what we love to do. So during football season, it's running backs and receivers that you're hunting? Yeah, running backs and receivers, but as soon as it's over with, I'm going to get me a big old deer. <laughs> what is your favorite of ducks? Coons, deer, what's your favorite? I got to say that deer can get that back strap, make you some jerky, everything, fry it, do whatever you want to do to it. Now, you'll run the dogs with the ducks too, right? Uh, I mean, I bring my dog out there to catch the duck if I'm being lazy and don't want to go pick it up after I shoot it. Okay, and, he, and what, what's your, where's your favorite place to go, honey? Oh, I got a little honey hole by my house. You know, we can't tell everybody about that. But. <laughs> can you tell us, is it in George County? Um, It's on the outskirts of George County, so it ain't too far from my house. I can ride a four-wheeler to it. Okay, Beth, you're talking about deer now. Yes, sir. Right. Duck hunting, where do you like to go? Uh, I like to go down on the Pasigula River, go into some of those old lakes off of there, dammed up, and they come in there by the flock. Okay, now, cause, and, and then this, is, this is interesting to me because you go from a high-intensity sport like football, where well, there is no 
sport no more intense than football, to the quiet and serene setting of a duck hunt or deer hunt. That seems kind of interesting to me. Man, I, I love it because you really get to sit out there and find yourself. You, you can think about stuff where maybe you could have did something better or where you can improve on some things uh, in the past or what you may go through in the future. And it just, it just helps you have a peace of mind. I asked Chiron a little bit earlier about this. Um, a lot of a lot of of the fan base started to panic just a little bit, even though it was two really good teams in Florida State and Tulane. Help them sleep a little bit better, MJ, about about the future of this Southern Miss team. Even though zero and zero now in conference, it's kind of a new season. Help us sleep a little bit better about those worried about what's the future of this team the rest of the year. Oh yeah, there's nothing to worry about. I mean, we had our our little preseason games this just shows where we're at where we need to improve but from here on out you're going to expect to see the best group of five football team in america and i feel like we're the top 20 uh top 25 team in this country final final thing for you your, your game what's the strength of it what are some things you want to work on to get better uh my strength in my game is playing man attacking the ball i just have to get better with my my eye discipline uh have a little trouble there but other than that i mean i'm just a great athlete so look out receivers, look out running backs, and most of all, if you're a white-tailed deer, really look out. Oh, yeah, you better get out of the way. I'm coming. <laughs> MJ, continued success. Thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm going to vote right now. That's the best football interview we've done this year. That's that's priceless. Is that not cool? That's really cool. Yeah, and it, it's interesting, too, that, I mean, again, lots of times we just look at these all these athletes as just athletes and not human beings, right? But when you're in these two worlds of, of smash, smash mouth football and then to know that you can step away from it and enjoy and appreciate the serenity and beauty of the woods. Uh, now, if that deer makes a mistake, he's dead. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but a lot of people can appreciate that. And that's what he, he wants to be a game warden. He wants to manage. Good for him. Yeah, he wants to manage a game in the state of Mississippi. Good for him. I hope he makes it. What what a great kid. What a great Mississippi kid right there, huh? That that sums it up right there. And uh, and in retrospect, he talked about his decision to go to Ole Miss. You know, he said he got caught up in the SEC euphoria. You know, but that's that's easy to understand. Yeah, but he said it didn't take long for when Lance Kiffin got or Lane Kiffin got there to figure out Mm -hmm. Kiffin's style. And his style were not going to work. Based on what I just heard this kid say, he's in the right place. This <laughs> this is the place for him. This is a blue collar football program, and these are kids that have not been told how great they are all their lives. And uh, MJ Daniels, a perfect golden eagle, I think. MJ Daniels will hunt his own deer. The old Miss guys will hire somebody to do it for them, <laughs> for them, and clean it and bring it when it's processed. Correct. Right. right. Yeah. I'll take MJ Daniels. That's what I'll say. Any day of the week and twice on Sundays. No question. What a great, great kid. What a great interview. All right. Matt Stoles, Arkansas State, the enemy on the horizon is next.
Southern Miss to the top. I bet you right now, Miss Kathleen is down at Campus Bookmark working her hands to the grindstone. She's there seven days a week, Kelly, selling Southern Miss apparel. Beautiful store, so full of merchandise, it'd be hard for me to describe. You can also shop them online at campusbookmark.net, but should you not go and meet Miss Kathleen in person? Yeah, but the day the day that we were down at uh, at Fuzzy's, the day before the opener, I mm-hmm. mean, there were like people lined up outside the door to get into the, to get into the Campus place. Bookmark, yeah. yeah, yeah, great, great place. She's a great lady, and uh, tell her her friends from the Eagle Hour said hello. Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast can be heard anytime you like on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, so it's available to you 24-7. And we do appreciate the correspondence that we receive from people literally around the country that are Southern Miss fans and find a way to stay connected with the university through the Eagle Hour. We're grateful to you for that. Going to be on the road tomorrow. I'm looking forward to this one. We've never been to K-Rocks in Ellisville. We go a lot of places, as you guys that listen to the show know. This will be our first ever, you know, visit down there. I hear the food is fantastic. It's right there at the gate of Jones College. Going to be a fun day, Kelly. I always thought it was a radio station in St. Louis, but that's K-M-O-X, not K-R-O. No, this is the place that you're going to like because they have fried food. And they're giving it to us free tomorrow. That's what we like the most. Isn't it? That's what we like. Us poor radio guys. If it's free, it's me. That's yeah. the that's the standard radio slogan. Matt Stoltz is a, a radio guy, play by play guy for Arkansas State. He may have heard that before. Radio guys, if it's free, it's me. Have you ever heard that, Matt? Oh yeah, yeah. You're in radio anytime at all. You know that. <laughs> all right, Matt. We're glad to have you on the show. We really do appreciate your time, Arkansas State hosting the Golden Eagles uh, this week. Both both very similar in the respect that they've both played two very good teams. Uh, Arkansas State played Oklahoma and then Memphis before winning against Stony Brook. Southern Miss, of course, uh, wins the opener and loses to Florida State and uh, then to Tulane and outscored pretty badly, to be honest, 87-16 to in those two games. So this is a game – this is – gosh, you hate to say the fourth game of the season is a must game. I guess it's not, but – it's a really important football game for both schools. What's the mindset there at the Arkansas State, Matt? I think it's very similar to what it probably is in Hattiesburg right now. Just being the conference opener, both teams off to a one and two start. I think that a Saturday is important to get to two and two. Obviously, if you want to become bowl eligible, every game counts, and I think both teams see this as a winnable game from their perspectives and uh, I think it should be a very close game look we've seen these two teams play several times over the years and I remember uh, my first year at Arkansas State was the 2005 season when these two teams ended up meeting in the New Orleans Bowl that ended up being played in Lafayette that season and uh, that was a good ball game that year we've seen a few good ball games since including last year when the Red Wolves had the two-score lead uh, in Hattiesburg before Southern Miss came back and won that game. So uh, I think historically this has been a very uh, closely contested game, and I'd expect nothing less. And just because of what you mentioned, the the one and two starts for each of these teams, they feel this game is very important going into Saturday. Uh, the, the rules are a little bit reversed in, in the respect that Arkansas State lost their first two, only mustered three points in two games. But 
bounced back to score 31 points against Stony Brook. Southern Miss, on the other hand, scored a lot of points in the first game, only 16 points in the last two games. What that's that's been what's hindered Southern Miss. What what has been the thing that hindered Arkansas State prior to your game Saturday? Well, I, I think you look at the first three games, and there are just a ton of similarities between A-State and Southern Miss. They each have a win over an FCS opponent. They have both lost to very good uh, very good Power 5 opponents. In A-State's case, it was Oklahoma in Week 1. and uh, Southern Miss's case, it was Florida State, a Top 10 opponent in Week 2. And then, you know, both teams have played a very good group of five opponent. You know, the Red Wolves hosted Memphis, a program that's had nine consecutive winning seasons. And, you know, you played Tulane last week, who won the Cotton Bowl last year. So I think you see the similarities there as far as the opponents that have been played and the results in those two games. As far as Arkansas State's issues, I think the fan base and just everybody around the program as a whole, the, the biggest disappointment through the first two weeks was just how it happened and you mentioned three points through the first two games just didn't seem like we could get anything clicking offensively even though the offensive line was winning a lot of those one-on-one matchups up front just you know putting themselves in you know a lot of third and long situations I think we were 19 percent on third down through those first two weeks and it's going to be tough to beat anybody that way uh turnovers through the first two weeks were an issue. I think we were minus five through the first two games. So trying to overcome those kind of obstacles. And you see the final score in the Memphis game, 37-3. to That was a game that, you know, first downs were even in that game. I think, you know, that was a uh, a pretty good ball game with the exception of a stretch in the second quarter where Memphis scored three touchdowns, um, uh, in succession, and really, it was hard for Arkansas State to bounce back from that. They, what happened uh, as far as the offense this past Saturday when they hosted Stony Brook is they got off to a quick start, which w- was good to see. Uh, they scored 17 points in the first quarter, and then I think one of the bigger stories that came out of that game, as far as the positives on the offensive side of the ball, is we put a true freshman in a quarterback by the name of Jalen Rayner, who is a dual-threat quarterback, something that the Red Wolves really haven't had in uh, the last four or five years. And, you know, it's been in that time that the Red Wolves have dropped off a little bit as far as the wins and losses. You know, we had, as I think most people around college football and the group of five know, a really nice run, a nice nine-year run from 2011 to 2019 where the Red Wolves had nine straight winning seasons, uh, went to nine straight bowl games, five conference championships during that span. But what we had uh, during that stretch all the way through was a, a dual-threat quarterback and making opposing defenses kind of account for the quarterback. And you know, the, the true freshman that we put out there the other night uh, is that kind of quarterback that we haven't had around here in a while as far as his playing time going forward i really don't know what that looks like at the moment but at the same time uh, at least it it was able to give arkansas state a little bit of a spark in that second half last week and part of the expectations going into the red wolf season were high because according to 
people that follow such things, uh, Butch Jones and his staff have had two pretty good years recruiting wise. So so Red Wolf fans are expecting we're expecting some of these guys to grow up and for it to to reap benefits this season. No, oh, without a doubt, uh, you know they have done a phenomenal job as far as recruiting and. You know, you look at the recruiting services and, and, you know, the last two years, Butch Jones and his staff have turned in the number one ranked recruiting class in the Sunbelt Conference. And that's coming off uh, two disappointing seasons as far as wins and losses. But, uh, you know, they have continued to recruit really hard through the high school ranks. And, you know, he's really stayed true to that kind of long-term uh building plan he's trying to build up this program through the high school ranks whether or not you can still do that in this day and age in college football is still yet to be seen but at the same time he's gone out and and tried to address some immediate needs through the transfer portal and i think they've done a pretty good job at that it's just you know trying to uh build the foundation uh which is you know i i know not every fan base or most fan bases uh, sometimes are, are going to get a little thin as far as the patience is concerned, but but uh, I, I do think they're trending in the right direction, and it really does all start with recruiting, and they've done a good job in that area. Well, Matt, it might not matter because according to CBS Sports, this game might wind up zero zero in overtime, right, Bob? I mean, <laughs> based on the X. Yeah, Matt, just uh, just a few <laughs> seconds left of this segment, but what a bunch of bunk that uh, Southern Miss is, according to CBS, the fifth worst team in the country. At Arkansas State is the 13th worst team in the country, both appearing in the CBS Sports uh, line uh, bottom 25. Uh, 30 seconds this segment, your thoughts about that garbage? Well, I think it's garbage. Uh, Southern Miss is a team that won a bowl game a season ago. Again, they've lost to two teams, a team that won the Cotton Bowl last year and a team that's currently ranked in the top 10. So I don't know how you can, uh, based on that, uh, rank them in the five worst teams in the country. No, I agree. All right, we're talking to a Matt Stoltz, play-by-play voice of Arkansas State University. Big game Saturday night, 6 o'clock, uh, between the Red Wolves and the Golden Eagles. When we come back, I'll get Matt's thoughts about the league in general and a subject we wanted to bring up with him, see if it's affecting Arkansas State like we believe it may have affected Southern Miss on Saturday. We'll have more with Matt Stoltz on the Super Talk Eagle Hour right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, 4th Street Bar Grill sponsors this segment of our program, and uh, that's the place to be Saturday at 6 o'clock. If you want to watch Golden Eagles play Arkansas State, it'll be on all the TVs throughout the throughout the facility. You can get yourself a big poor boy sandwich and a cold Paps Blue Ribbon. And I say it all the time, but 
What's better, Kelly? What could be better than that? NFL games on Thursday nights at 4th yeah. Street Bar and Grill. That's a good deal yeah. as well. So, uh, 4th Street Bar and Grill, we appreciate uh, all they do. We're talking to Matt Stoltz, play-by-play voice of uh, Arkansas State University. Matt, I'm going to kind of throw a sidebar at you, and then we'll, we'll get to the league. But So, Friday night, I'm, I drive by. We have a 7A high school right here down the street from us. and probably the best 7A program in the state this year. Playing what's probably the best private school in the state this year with a quarterback that may be the best quarterback in the state and is a commit to Southern Miss, and the stadium is 50 60% empty. Then I go Saturday to uh, The Rock. They give it an announced crowd of 25,000. I don't know. Uh, 25,000 tickets sold. With, with Tulane here, should have been a sellout. Should have been 35,000-plus but both of those games, the high school game Friday night streamed live, the football game Saturday, obviously, on ESPN+. And there's so much availability now to watch this stuff on stream that I really think it's beginning to take a toll on home attendance. Do you see that uh, in your neck of the woods? Yeah, I think that is a factor. And we were having a good conversation off the air. That I think there's several factors involved there. And... You know, there's a lot of people that got in the habit of not coming to games during COVID. And with the case of Arkansas State, our attendance was one of the better uh, in the league for many years. And you go through that run, and we talked earlier about that run that Arkansas State had, that nine-year run of success from 2011 to 2019. Well, you know, we consistently averaged uh, well over 20,000 fans during that time. And then the drop-off happened on the field starting in 2020. And, you know, from 2020, 2021, and 22, we haven't won more than four games in any of those three seasons. Now, you combine that with the fact that COVID hit in 2020, and there were a lot of people that, that didn't come back and have not come back yet to uh, football games or whatever sporting event that's going on. But I I think that that is a factor. I I think you factor in uh, the, the, obviously the COVID factor, but also ESPN plus so many people have trained themselves to uh, if, you know, the weather's too hot or, or they don't feel like getting out that particular day, don't feel like spending the money uh, at the concession stand or on tickets. Uh, they know they can sit in the comfort of their living room and, and enjoy it there. So, yeah, I think uh-huh. there's several factors at play. But I think, I think, too, if you're winning football games, people will come. And uh, just, the, you know, they want to be around that atmosphere in that environment, and I think Arkansas State and Southern Miss mirror each other in so many ways, and we talk more about that, uh, you know, off the air as well, and in that first segment. But but there's there's so many similarities, and I feel like these are two really good fan bases, really good core fan bases. That that if these two teams start winning again, people will come, and I think should be you know two of the better. Uh, attendance numbers in the entire league. Matt Stoltz is the radio voice of the Arkansas State Red Wolves. The Red Wolves will host your Golden Eagles on Saturday night at 6 p.m. Matt, let's take a look at the Sunbelt Conference in general. 
When I look at a couple of surprises based on expectations going into the season, I think one of the surprises has been the play of Texas State under first-year coach Kenny. And I think uh, mm-hmm. another surprise has been Louisiana Monroe. I think Monroe, everybody used to kind of think that they were the homecoming date, right? The homecoming game. But I think Monroe is a lot better than people thought they were going to be. Likewise, Texas State. Uh, comment on my on my thought there, and then any surprises, positively or negatively, that you've seen from your your point of view. Yeah, it's hard to really get a gauge on it right now. I, I'm still trying to figure out the Cajuns too. I mean, they they had the loss to Old Dominion to begin conference play, but they they bounced back with a. Uh, Pretty one-sided victory this past week against UAB. So, um, you know, I, I think Coach Desimo is still trying to figure some things out there, but that's a program that, uh, you know, has had a, a really nice run for a lot of years, and they're trying to get kind of back to where they were. Uh, Texas State, you know, you can't help but be impressed with the job uh, G.J. Kenny has done. And, you know, not quite to the same uh, not quite to the extreme that Deion Sanders has done at, at Colorado, but I think if you're looking to uh, find a school that has flipped the roster through the transfer portal uh, somewhere close uh, to the way Colorado has, I think you, you got to start with Texas State. and He's come in and uh, flipped that roster through the portal, and uh, they've got off to a fantastic start, winning two of their first three games, including that opening week victory over Baylor. I do think the best team in the league is probably South Alabama at this point, and uh, it didn't surprise me that they went in and and won at Oklahoma State this past week, but to see them dominate that game and, and win it as uh, convincingly as they did, I think, was impressive for them and uh, impressive for the rest of the league, too. Well, the eastern part of uh, the Sunbelt Conference was getting all the love at Media Day earlier this year, and I think most of the national media still likes the east with uh, James Madison leading the way. You think that uh, you think the Jags are better than the Dukes? I don't know. I mean, I think uh, that's that, they're pretty neck and neck right now. And, and uh, as far as the top two teams in this league, I think it was very impressive to see what James Madison did this past week, just going into uh, Troy, which is a tough place to win, and, and finding a way to beat the Trojans. So um, I, I still would, would probably lean towards South Alabama just because of uh, the fact that they won 10 games a year ago, and I think they've returned 19 of their 22 starters this year. Uh, there's not too many teams in college football that can say that. Uh, so, yeah, they've got a lot of returners. Um uh, you know, from what I can tell, uh, their NIL fund is about as as large as anybody in our conference. So uh, I think they've been very good at, at fundraising there and bringing in some uh, bringing in some good players uh, with their uh, NIL allotment. And uh, you know, I, I really, really like Kane Womack and and uh, the job that he's done there as well. So. Uh, I would I would definitely lean at this point towards South Alabama, but there's a lot of people in that conversation. You know, James Madison, Troy, uh, Coastal Carolina, uh, certainly uh, near the top of the league. Yeah, Matt, I read this morning there's a gymnast at LSU that's worth two million dollars. A kid that is a gymnast at LSU, <laughs> two million in NIL deals. This is really 
It's never going to go back to the way it was, but they really need to try to get some sort of handle on this. Would you agree? Well, yeah, and look, it is the way it is, though. And, you know, Coach Jones talks about it all the time here. Uh, Does he like NIL? No, but you either adapt or die in this business. And you've got to – you've got to find a way to – make it work and uh i think any coach that that uh, wants to succeed they, they've got to find a way to uh, encourage their fan base to uh, donate to those nil funds and and obviously you've got to bring in the right players and and use that money the best way you can especially when you've got um, you know a smaller budget like uh, a sunbelt school might have i mean we can't compete with the kind of NIL funds that an SEC, SEC school is going to have. So uh, how are you going to spend that money uh, that, that you are able to collect through NIL? That's that's a big question going forward. And eligibility rules, too. There is a story uh, on the wires today about one Division One athlete. Uh, the name of the school escapes me, but he is appealing. He wants a ninth year of eligibility. Ninth year. Now, aren't you? Yeah, still- I, I, I've seen a lot of uh, you know seventh year guys the last couple of years, but that the ninth year is is oh, ridiculous. So. <laughs> Get a job, kid! My God. <laughs> but the thing is, is when but but your point about nil deals. If he gets a ninth year and he's got an NIL deal, he'll make more money in an NIL deal than he would getting a well, real job. Well, you made job. a great point about the Florida State quarterback at age 26 going on 27. The NFL is not going to be real interested in him. He he was better off financially to play another year at Florida State than try to get in the draft. And that's why he's there. That's crazy. Hey, Matt, we really appreciate your input, man. Great conversation as always. Hope you have a safe uh, – well, we're actually the ones doing the trial. So – Hope we have a safe trip to Arkansas State. And hope we see a great game Saturday night, my friend. Hey, me too. Look forward to having you. All right, Matt Stoltz, everybody. Great guy, play-by-play guy, Arkansas State. Always enjoy our conversations with him. One of the fan bases will rest a little bit more easy this uh, coming Saturday oh, God, night. I hope it's ours. <laughs> me too. <I'll> <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Heard our thanks to Matt Stoltz, play-by-play guy for Arkansas State. Thought that was a great conversation. Enjoyed that. Also enjoyed our interview with MJ Daniels. This segment of the show is sponsored by D1D Bat. Great place to take your kids for baseball, softball training. Great place for you to go if you're a fine-tuned adult athlete like my friend uh, Kelly Sander right here. You know, oh, yeah. Multitude of sports and he got his training at the, at D1. So uh, look what it's done for Kelly. All right, Kelly, uh, meet the 2023-24 the men's basketball Golden Eagles on September 28th. You can do it at Hattiesburg Convention Center. They're going to have a former Chicago Bulls coach, Tim Floyd, there. 
They're going to have music, uh, incredible live and silent auctions. It's a night with the 2023 Sunbelt Conference champions on Thursday, September 28th, 2023. You can get more information about buying a table or a ticket. You can call 337-292-6265 and uh, ask for John Aiken, and uh, he can set you up. Yeah, and to get that number again, you can go on the Southern Miss website and get more right. information. But all the basketball players are going to be in tuxedos. Yeah, so yeah, we we talked about that, and some of the guys have have never worn the old uh, tuxedos before, so it'll be. Speaking of basketball, you got an Austin Crowley update. Yeah, Austin, uh, uh, the Almanac has named Austin Crowley uh, first team All Sun Belt preseason, and the they labeled him the best pro prospect. In the Sun Belt? In the Sun Belt. So that, that's wow. quite an honor. And, you know, we were talking about NIL deals, and, and maybe I'll have to do this myself to help him out. But, you know, Austin, we learned last year that before every home game, or, or yeah, before every home game, he likes to get a, a Manny and a Petty, gets his fingernails and toenails. And he, no. and he admitted that. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> see? <laughs> Bob and I find that humorous because very few men our age, if they did that, would ever admit it, right? Would never Public. admit it. No, would never admit it. No, but he says it just gives him a sense of confidence and, uh, you know, as Fernando Lamas used to say, if you look good, you're going to play good, darling. You know, yeah, so I guess... Well, uh, I, well, guess I guess also got, he got a pedicure when he got this news, right? Yeah, I, well, I would think that this would give him a lunch And undoubtedly we will we'll get one before the event on September the 20th. Oh, yeah, he'll be, he'll, they'll be looking all fine. I was at their tailgate uh, party Saturday before the, uh, bat, before the football game, and you mm-hmm. talk about a spread now, the basketball How'd team. How'd the nails look? Now, he, I didn't get to see him. I, oh, okay. I saw... Um, I saw Tate Ryder mm-hmm. and saw some of the other guys. Now, Coach uh, Ladner doesn't get pedicures, does he? I don't. I don't think so. But they, you know, because they got their awards at halftime, they were. I couldn't help that, Coach. I just had that. They were. They were presented their. Uh, you know, their. Yeah. Uh, something, something tells me the answer is no. At, at halftime, by the way, the golf team finished ninth at the uh, Cincinnati at the Bearcat Invitational in uh, Cincinnati. Robbie Ladder led the way for Southern Miss and the. Women's soccer team, again, will begin conference play at South Al uh, over the weekend, so we'll keep you up yeah. to date as how the other teams are doing. Uh, in- I have to go back to this one more time. Do you think in his heyday, if you'd have asked Big Nasty about getting a pedicure, he'd have hit you in, in the mouth, in the nose, or in both spots at one time? I think it would have taken me about two weeks just to become conscious again, and and then <laughs> I would have had to imagine? have I would have had to have asked somebody where. Or how about P W Underwood? Can you, know, you imagine asking those old school guys about that? P W, I, I hear stories of P, Coach P W Underwood would used to get down and he would demonstrate some of the drills himself, except he wouldn't wear a helmet, and he'd be up against a guy that had a helmet, and he would butt heads with a guy with a helmet and bust his own forehead wide open, and he'd say, "But that's how you do it." Yeah, yeah, I don't know if this is true, but I, I heard this story about him that years ago they were practicing on one end of the campus and the band was practicing on the other side. And you could hear the band music in the background. And a bad thunderstorm rolled through. And lightning begins to crash down on the practice field. And some of the coaches start to get the players off the field. And PW says, whoa, 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 what the hell do you think you're doing? You are not leaving that field. The band is practicing. You're going to practice too. And until the band music stopped, he would not let him get out of the lightning. Yeah. I mean, you would think the tubas would be the first thing to get hit, right? But I would think you'd get the band off the field with lightning in the area, but whatever. Nowadays, they wouldn't even have had practice if there was a 20% well, chance of They'd have of called rain. off school. Yeah. It, they would have closed school at noon so everyone could get home to a safe space. So the bus could make sure it got there in time to 
to get everybody home. You're right. Hey, we are going to be in Ellisville tomorrow, huh, Bob? It's going to be fun. K-Rocks. It's a, a legendary restaurant right at the gate, uh, understand, of Jones College, right right in the vicinity of Jones College. And legendary for kids from Jones College. I, I have not spoken to an employee or anyone that I know that didn't go that went to Jones that didn't light up when you mentioned K Rock. So we're looking forward to that. And if I wear my Pearl River shirt, I'm bound to get lit up. Yeah, I think that's probably a, not a good idea, Kelly. <laughs> it's a home opener tomorrow night for Jones. Mike Frazier from Juco dot com jucoweekly.com will be with us on the show tomorrow to, to get the table set for another full night of uh, great juco football action across the state and it's just a coincidence that we do a lot of eagle hour remotes at good restaurants just a coincidence has nothing to do with anything but coincidence well i'm in favor you, you know you know i've I, never seen you say no i give you my proxy you know yeah i've never seen you say no and you uh, youngsters can google what proxy Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right again I want to thank matt stoltz and uh want to thank mj daniel for spending some time with kelly earlier this week after practice that was fun maybe mj will take us hunting with him i'd go no, i'd do that we'll yeah. find out where that hunting hole is won't we? he ain't taking you to the hunting <laughs> hole. So you can hear that in his voice all right looking forward to being at k rocks and ellisville tomorrow until then southern miss to the top Slipping, Talk Mississippi Media Production.